a new year comes. People who who make money at the beginning of their year sit down and they plan recognizing season. And these people who understand season are the only ones who make great success on earth. Every human being in the world is intelligent because God cannot create a dull brain because God is not dull. And every brain is created after God. But what happens to the brain of God is that the Bible tells us God puts his brain into action. Jesus said, my father has been working from the beginning and even now he is working. And when people put their brain into action, that is when the cells of your brain becomes active to the direction of your thoughts. Every man under heaven is born to be intelligent. And you and I can understand that whatever you give your thoughts to as to learn is what you become a genius in. It's a matter of genius is simple to be. It is, a, it is an action of repetition with a focus into a particular direction and gives back to a genius. And you set your heart towards a particular thing and you continue to repeat and study and repeat and study in a short time. Become genius. There is no such a thing like my brain is not mathematical, it's not science, it's arts. It doesn't exist. If you turn your brain towards any learning, according to the word of God, which can, who cannot lie, in that learning, it's a matter of time. You become an expert. So also, you in this season, you recognize that farmers who miss the planting season wait for another one year. Um, sometime last week, or this week really, something happened. Last week, they began to talk about interest rates in this country on television. Alright? So some of you, when you hear the word interest rate on television, you just say, what nonsense are they talking about? You don't even know what it is. You don't care about it. But the people who understand it watched the Times magazine, read it, the information, towards the end of last week. I knew it. But I did not activate it because I don't have a table or platform for it. By the end of last week, we knew that the minister of um, the governor of Central Bank will make a statement about the interest rate of this country. We also had evidences that he was going to talk about the fact that we are going to depression. And those who have aligned their minds to finance understanding know if that man mentions that, what happens is that commodities will go down. And at that time, you can buy before he mentions it. Pound sterling will shoot up. And then you sell after. And you make clean money in a matter of few minutes. Millions. Now, this man came in on Monday or Tuesday and announced it. When he announced it in the morning, by noon, pound sterling has shot up, skyrocketed. Some have bought, converted their dollars to pounds, just and euro, just that morning before he spoke. 
because they understood the season. By evening, they will have sold. And there are some among these people who don't have money, but they have a pool, what they call a pool. They have people who have stack of money. They make millions by investing the money of other people at the right season. So while some of you are crying for joblessness and lack of money and stuff like that, somebody, some people have just made millions in a day. They got there because they understood time and season. You know, one of the things that the devil does a lot to humanity is to help to withdraw his guards when you are out of season so that you put all your efforts into a period that is, has, that is not seasonable. And when your season is coming, he will, he will damp your morale. The very season that you should put in everything, he will do everything to, to make you tired and weary and fed up and frustrated. But you know, too, each time you have such feeling that you decide to go against the odds, it's short while you are broken out of it. It's short while you are broken out of it. What am I saying to you about season? I began by telling you today that everybody is created by God to be intelligent. And we know that intelligence is what brings money. It's what this, this, the, 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 uh, define our comfort for, for, the, for the future. But it's about what we do with the scripture in application that will help us get there. The end of this week is the beginning of our anniversary. It's a season for you. I say it's a season for you. There was a woman in the Bible through who God gave birth to a new order. This woman was called Anna. I read the book of 1 Samuel 1. He introduced this woman with another woman called Penina. And both of them were married to the same man. But what happened was that Penina had children, Anna did not have children. But we understand from the reports and resume of Anna that it was, she was faithful and a God seeker. Little did they know in their family that it is God who sealed her womb. Because God is preserving that womb for a child that is more than a thousand children. Alright? Somebody can have seven children and it's miserable. Someone can give birth at the age of 18, by the age of 30, he has given birth to all their children. Someone can marry at the age of 40 and give birth at the age of 45. And that child surpasses all the seven. It's a matter of time and season. So what happened is that they will always go to Shiloh, a conference that is held as commanded by God every year. So let me say this. Every year they went to Shiloh, but each time they went to Shiloh, this woman Anna will cry. Because, you know, God doesn't reveal everything to us. If it does, we will have no need to be faithful. God keeps a lot of mysteries from us. Sometimes we ask Him, He will just not answer. He heard you, but He won't reply you. Sometimes you question Him, He's just beside you, He will just be laughing. And some other time, when you don't see anything, you just hear Him speak. What kind of God is this? <laughs> Do you know why God behaves like that? Because God knows the end of every matter before the beginning. 
And God is not moved by circumstances or situation that happens to you because he has the last say. So, what happened with this woman, very briefly, is that that year, she had an expectation. Other years, does she not have expectation? She had illusion. Illusion is different from expectation. She had illusion in the sense that she came to church every year, to the child, child every year, but there had never been a year she made up her mind that this is my last trip. God will answer me in this trip. She never made such decision. So you can understand, therefore, that expectation is the mother of in, in, innovation or, 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 or revelation, and revelation brings actions. When something is clear to you, you act towards it. When something is gloomy to you, you are still saying, maybe, may not be. What motivates people is a realistic vision, a clear understanding of what they are intending to get. So what happened to her? That year, she refused bribe. Every other year, the Bible tells us that her expectation was aborted by a gift or double portion. So she traded her expectation for illusion. And a pacifier pacified him, the husband, with some other things that is not substantial. Things that are not, not you know, you know, definitive to her, her, her want or, or desire. She wanted a baby. They gave her a double portion of gift. And she forgot about baby. Every year. Every year. Two things I will tell you. If you have been coming to the, the convention every year, just like a nominal person. This year, don't do that. You must go to this convention with a clear expectation from God. God has spoken many things among us. It's so strange. God has spoken many things about us. Even this year, this January, things God said are happening already. Remember I told all of you in the December that uh, when, when God was speaking to me about the nations, and He spoke about Nigeria, and God told me that Nigeria, the major month we should pray for them is March. God said the first three months, January, February, He said, but the, the cream time for Nigeria is March. Pray for Nigeria in March, not February. I told you. I went to Nigeria and the ministers came in January asking me, what is God saying about Nigeria? I said, they said, what will happen next month? I said, nothing will happen next month. Next one is February. It's March that Nigeria need to pray for. March. Some argue with me, of course, because there are many prophets that have spoken in Nigeria, big names and stuff like that, that um, they, cannot, they cannot argue with. And I told them, I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, if God doesn't speak, He has not spoken. He does not have to speak. He has spoken several things already for how many thousand years in this world have began. If God has to keep His mouth shut, He's, he's okay. But when he speaks, I speak. And when I speak, you don't have to believe it. It will happen. I left them in Nigeria only for last week or so for them to decide that really they made a mistake of putting the election in February. Did you not hear it? But did God not tell you? They are not putting the election in March. They can't change that much because God has said March. Listen to me. This house, God speaks. But if you come with that expectation, it will look like you are going to a different market. You will only buy meat and beef and uh, anniversary will be over. But that's not God's intention for you. God wants this anniversary to be your shell. 
where God will answer the destiny cry of your soul. This is what I want every one of you to have the heart for. This I'm going to share with them in New Cross, in Cathedral. And they will send to all CFT globally. Those who are, not, who are abroad, who are not able to come, and the representatives are coming, pastors and stuff, they must have the same heart. On the same day, it must be broadcasted all over CFT globally. Because the God of this house will visit every member of this house. In this coming week, coming from Sunday next week, and an anniversary begins. Okay? Sunday next week, we'll hold service here. Alright? But the first Sunday, we'll know who service here. Sunday next week, service will be here. Because all branches will have their service. I will come here with you. But Monday that follows, which is 23rd, we start our intensive ministerial training. Alright? And the evening will be miracle night every evening. The ministers that are coming are fired up. They are seeking God. They are, I invited men who are happy at our success. Who are pure joy for you. Men who will treat you like their children, like I treat you. They are not men who will come and milk you, tear you, destroy you, taking money from people. I don't relate with human beings that are stupid. Oh, yes. It's foolishness. Because we will die shortly. Everybody in this world. Money cannot open the gates of heaven. Money cannot be used to purchase paradise. I would get it now. This people I'm bringing have been my friend when the three of us had nothing. For 24 years or so, we all had nothing. And I've been instrumental to their ministry in prophetic as they have been instrumental to the growth of this house in prophetic. All my leaders who have been with me know them. If any of my members went to their place, they would tell him to come and talk on the pulpit. Regardless who you are. So you are from Christ in Tabernacle, they would say, come and talk to your brothers and sisters in America. They are the kind of people I'm inviting. They have been asking me, what is God telling you? So that we may prepare towards it. I told them what he tells you. You is your church. You seek God for 25 years. You have known me for 25 years. You have had me for 25 years. Then, bring the best God give you to them. So, these people will leave their work. They will leave their family. They will leave their home because of you. Don't miss it. Am I saying something sensible? If Anna miss Shiloh, Samuel will be born, but not through her. Because the time for Samuel to come cannot be changed by eternal God. But the vessel can be changed. If Mary was not found in her position at the time Jesus should be born by a virgin, God will use another virgin found in that position to give birth. You see, God is not a God who you can stop and I can stop. When timing comes for God, I was trying something recently. You know, there are some people who will see a man the man is resolute, hardworking, and, and, you know, futuristic and stuff. But he hasn't got anything. And they, have, they want a man who is psychedelic. And they will leave a genuine man who is sensible in life. And they will go after a flamboyant liar who just, you know, you know work like a worm. <laughs> have a funny haircut. And if... Care is not taking, perforate his nose, perforate his lips, perforate his tongue. I mean, when somebody is cutting himself into pieces, you understand that something is wrong with your head. 
But a girl who says, no, this one, it looks like Mumu. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, what do you call it? It's not fashionable. But because he doesn't do that kind of stuff, he calls his hair normal, he behaves normal, suits up himself, but he's, he's looking into the future. And then he dumped that man and went after the one who will starch his, his shirt, but he didn't know that there's only one shirt he has. <laughs> Excuse me. A matter of 15 years, the one he left became the president of a nation. She was saying, I will have been in the palace. Okay? That's what we saying. That that should have been my husband. You know? Don't miss your time. As I'm telling you. Really, I've told you before you enter this year, everybody who play with church, don't. Because as far as I'm concerned, the calendar of this world will be shut down this year. I told you. <laughs> as in the days of Noah, it will be. Some people will be saying that, no, God had never destroyed the world before. That was in that time of Noah. Who is this prophet Noah? Stupid man is building an ark. How can all the animals in the world enter the ark of a man? You imagine it. They, are, they don't understand God. And Jesus says that it shall be so when it will come. That people will be doing all what they will do. They will marry and marry. And you tell them about God. They serve God when they like. They come to church on Sunday. Another day is their day. And they will tell you that it's not necessary and all stuff like that. And Jesus will come. People who do that, when Jesus will come, they will still come to church. But the rest of us have gone. They will ring my house. My telephone will say, If you have any message, please leave it. <laughs> and if, if they phone my Nigerian number, it will say, All trunk line are busy. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Somebody said, where's apostle? Where's apostle? Then, Holy Spirit has gone. So you cannot hear God, neither can you have insight anymore. Holy Spirit is gone up there. Once rapture will happen, the Holy Spirit will sweep the whole sins out, and we are gone. There will be chaos all over the world. Electricity will fail, train crashes, accidents in motorways and subways everywhere. Confusion and care. Jesus said there'd be a calamity such that had never been. We'll talk about that in our new year after the 25th anniversary. Listen to me. Those who don't come to church regularly, they will sleep in church. They will be praying to a God that has shut his ears. Because for that period, God will not be heard and God will not hear anybody or not. He had taken his sins. Then God will allow man to do his will. If it is sleep in your house, sleep in your house. Uh, it's just a matter of three and a half years. The man of sin will be manifest. He will show pepe to those who live in this face of the earth. May you not have part in that. Amen. So then serve God now. Serve God now. Don't choose and pick which service to come. During this week, you have opportunity. Who knows whether Jesus will come before we finish the anniversary. If he does, I'm ready to go. Someone wrote to me that, uh, phoned me this week, that God spoke to him about me. 
I said, he text it to me. I said, text it, sir. He texted the, the text. What he said is that God said that I should fast for a day and I should do crusade in our building. Okay? That we should ask for the hand of God to move. And I'm sending back a reply to him that God had told me this four years ago. And we started fasting every four second thought in this church. Isn't it? Maybe you didn't join them. Isn't it? We haven't started fasting. Then we have been doing crusade in the building there. Every four second thought is crusade. Every last Friday of the month is crusade. So what he just picked up by God, we have gone ahead of it. So what is God saying if he picked that up from God? God is just confirming that what you are doing, keep on doing it. That's what God is confirming. If we are a church where we don't do anything like that now, I begin to run health ask you, ah, we have to seek God. No. I even told you last month, who is a seeker of God? Is he a man who goes away for one day to fast and look for him? No. He's the one who seeks him daily. Did I not teach you? Ah. Because he said, you will seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. Not just for a visitation. I have gone beyond the level of looking for a God to milk. No. You must commit yourself. Next week, therefore, don't miss anything. Look at Ecclesiastes 3 3, and then I stop. Ecclesiastes 3 3. Shall we read it together? 3 3 1. Shall we read it together? Did you see that? So, the time and the season we are now is shallow. It begins next Sunday. Invite all your friends that you know so that you will partake also in being, bringing blessing to somebody. I will gather now. Our God is faithful and He is God. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, into your holy hand I commit all these people. Lord, open the floodgates of heaven and bless them mightily. Give every one of us a hearing heart that will respond to you when you seek us. But thank you for what you have prepared for next week. Help our soul not to miss it. In Jesus' anointed name. Let me quickly call my poets to come and read one poem. Listen very attentively to this one. Brother Mother, please come on. Brother Mother, please. A battle is a despondent place. Heart and soul wearied alike. A battle is a despondent place. Heart and soul wearied alike. Unimaginable sorrow on each face. A black hole to death's abyss it's like weapons cross and kingdoms fall war cries and screams 
pillage and death tolls. It is capable of great rejoicing and in it is still glory. There in the midst is a warrior. He is mighty and he is strong. He is suited with impenetrable armor. And in a sixth of an hour he slayed a hundred. But of what value is all his might if he knoweth not his enemy? So I consider this in me. For I awoke to a battle, a battle of my lifetime, a battle that I begun. For I sided with the kingdom, the kingdom of the true king. And the betrayer of my brethren hated me. It set out to war with me, its goal to enter hell with me. I had learned from observing that a key to victory is to know your enemy. Even more so its abilities. For a time I warred with men, changed opponents trying to find my enemy, tired and bruised as the arrows of my enemy hit me, but my enemy I could not see. So I delved into the records, written through the spirit of my God and King, and in there I awoke to the knowledge of my true opponent and his pledge. It said, I would raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly, on the utmost height of the sacred mountain. I will make myself like the Most High. But it was hurled down, down to the earth, and the heavens resounded with joy. But war to the earth and the seas, because the devil has gone down to you, it is filled with fury because it knows its time is short. Upon observing my enemy, I saw two limbs. The only limbs in warfare that could work against me by my consent. Then I saw another two that had been broken because of me. For its mind-controlling and afflicting abilities were annulled. I had been made immune by Jesus' blood. So is everyone who has faith in the Lord. The two arms I had earlier seen were on the same side of its body. Its influence and its propositions. The first attacks through the world. Its ways, its customs, its desires, its laws. They ensnare until compromise is all that you can afford. The second, an unequivocal attack on our conscience, a subtle, deadly, and profoundly lethal suggestions. This one can kill without showing any outward symptoms. For this reason, I am alert, awake, and attentive. Till the end, I will be active. Never to be conformed to this world or listen to its suggestions it gives me. I will judge every second of my life by the law of my king, abiding continually by his rules of engagements, written, remaining in the victory that by grace was given. I know my weapons. Like in the first war, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word 
of their testimony. They did not love their life so much as to shrink from death. So if death comes, I war. If persecution comes, I war. Until my king returns, I war. I war each day to grow closer to the Father. I war to make time to seek and to know the Father. I war each hour to spiritually worship the Father. I war to not remain ensnared by earthly desires, but be alive to only what heaven requires. Like a treasure worth my life, I war to know Jesus and the power of his might, forsaking all around me that I see, and to enter heaven. This is the battle that I fight. Thank you.